Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Brad Davis. You can read it at his blog, The Unfettered Mind, or on the Teachers on Fire magazine located at medium.com and on the Medium app. You can also connect with Brad on Twitter at bdavissms. Now, here is Brad's blog post, Learning How to Teach Without School. Learning how to teach without school, things we have all told our students that we need to tell ourselves now. By Brad Davis. Unprecedented, uncharted waters, never before seen. We have heard these phrases over and over again for the past few weeks in the news, and we have used them in conversations as a way to describe what we are seeing all around us. Schools and businesses closing and life suspending itself in midair for the time being due to a worldwide health crisis. It is indeed a first for everyone. I've heard these phrases as well, and I've used them at times to justify the things I'm doing and the decisions I am making in order to protect my family, my students, and myself. I have felt on more than one occasion that the decisions I have made were incorrect or that there was something else I should be doing or could be doing in order to protect the people I love. That feeling of insecurity and second-guessing has become the norm over these past few weeks, and rightly so. I'm an educator, and I have been in contact with many other educators daily, and I'm not alone in the way I'm feeling. These feelings aren't specific to education, however. People all over the world are scrambling and struggling to create a new normal in a sea of uncertainty for their families and for themselves. Humans crave and thrive on routine, and when it is suddenly taken away like it was, we do whatever we can to get it back. It's hard not to feel overwhelmed and inadequate in all of this. It's hard not to feel like we're failing at our job and disappointing our students. It's hard not to feel as if we should be doing more. If I didn't feel that way, I would be worried about myself as an educator. Thinking that we can do more and constantly working to improve our craft is what we do, and we do it well. We show up for our kids every day, and every day we strive to make that day better and more engaging than the day before. It's exhausting during normal circumstances, and the circumstances we're facing now are far from normal. These circumstances require us to rethink, recreate, revisualize, respond, and react to the way we teach and the method of delivery we use. We have been tasked with reimagining everything we have come to take for granted and everything we have relied on for our entire career. We have created classroom environments we are proud of and in which we know that students are comfortable, engaged, and are given every opportunity to succeed. But that doesn't all happen at once and definitely doesn't happen by accident. How do we do what we need to do for ourselves and for our students and feel good about it at the end of the day? Take your own advice. A few words of wisdom we have all given to our students that we need to remember. Try your best. This is new for everyone, and the only thing you really have control over is whether or not you are doing the best that you can. If you feel good about the effort you put into a task, you'll be inspired to learn from your mistakes 
make adjustments, and try your best the next time also. It's okay to get the wrong answer. You have encouraged a safe space in your classroom in which students are encouraged to step out of their comfort zone and take academic risks, even if they don't always succeed. Give yourself the same space. Being wrong once in a while is the best way to get it right moving forward. Be reflective. One thing I always would have my students do was keep a reflection section in their notebook. Once or twice a week, we would reserve a few minutes to think about our learning and record what worked for us and what we struggled with in the classroom. It was a great way to check in with yourself and see where you might need to make some changes. Relax and have fun. Learning in any form it takes should be fun. There is no need to stress out or overthink anything. This is a situation where we can truly learn alongside our students and come out on the other side having made connections and relationships that will last a lifetime. Our profession is awesome. The past three weeks have been, without a doubt, the most collectively creative work that I have seen in my career and will probably ever see again. It is more than anyone could have imagined or asked for when all this started and we were told that our schools would be closed indefinitely starting the next day. Without the safety and comfort of our four classroom walls, we have been forced to do what, ironically enough, we have been aspiring to do for years. We have succeeded in extending the learning environment outside of our classrooms and have created a digital space in which learning can occur without missing a beat. So take a breath, relax, and take a minute to see what we have accomplished in just a few weeks. With hardly any planning, no real training, limited resources and limited knowledge of what learning looks and feels like without school, we have kept teaching. You just heard Learning How to Teach Without School, a post written and read by Brad Davis. You'll find this article on Brad's blog, The Unfettered Mind, and on the Teachers on Fire magazine, located at medium.com. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you should find a direct link to his blog post in the show notes. You can also connect with Brad on Twitter at bdavissms. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. This podcast is created entirely using phones and the Anchor app, which is free, proving that you too can start podcasting today with no money in and no special equipment needed. If you have any questions about how to get started, feel free to pass them along and I'll do my best to help. If you're hungry for more education podcasts, tune into the Teachers on Fire podcast to hear from amazing educators who are transforming K-12 education. I ask for their highs and lows, their passions and goals, and the voices and resources that inspire their practice today. Again, I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast. Take care and stay safe.